0: Welcome to BBQ and A. It's the podcast that's putting Florida barbecue on the map. Right there along with G's Slow Smoke Barbecue, our pitmaster, Gary Park. My name is Steve Sutton. Welcome to another exciting episode of G's BBQ and Yes, A.
1: welcome.
0: Now uh before uh we we would love for you to listen to every single podcast there is available where every fine podcast is served up. We love to listen on Spotify especially, but they're all over the darn place. Yeah. They're great little representatives of what's going on here at the restaurant, but there's no better place than the uh Facebook page. Right. G Slow Smoke Barbecue, Orange Park, Florida. That's where we are, and we talk about everything that's going on in the neighborhood here in Clay County in Northeast Florida. We also like to talk about stuff that's going on on the uh, on the smoker, on the flat top, on Bye. the Weber, wherever it is, wherever it's getting cooked. We like to chat about it, and uh, I kind of came up with—I uh, stumbled across an idea for today's podcast when I was shopping yesterday. I went to Costco, mm-hmm. and I don't know—I I, I don't know if I'm reflective of a large number of people out there that you kind of cook for what you get the best deal on
1: sometimes at yeah. the
0: store right because I'm, I'm big on that and yesterday
1: well yeah sometimes you just kind of wonder you know down the aisle the meat market aisle wherever you're at honestly right. i know i have and you just kind of like what you hungry for you know my in my case uh being married and stuff so i just kind of wonder and this was even years ago and just kind of see what was on sale, whether it was some chicken or or maybe some burger or pork chops or
0: well, yes, whatever it was, you know. Yesterday at uh, at Costco, um, brisket was a little high, so you know you ride the prices out and you right. see what happens. I wandered and sauntered on over to the uh, to the pig lane. That's what I like to call it, <laughs> where they have pork chops, they have uh, country style pork. Ri- mm. I mean, they got a lot, right? And for two ninety nine a pound. They had really nice-looking, good-sized pork tenderloins. Oh, wow. I've never smoked a pork tenderloin. Really? Well, get ready for stuff to change around my house. Oh, man. Uh, and and that's what I want to talk about today, because you don't cook pork tenderloin the same way that you cook a pork butt.
1: Right. Because no, you
0: don't. It's it's basically it's the difference between white and dark meat. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, and the thing with the, the tenderloin, too, um, um, you know, that's one of the... Actually, categories in the GBA, the Georgia Barbecue Association, um, is is the pork loin, tenderloin. So, that's one of the actual categories that you do a turn-in on. Mm-hmm. So, I've cooked quite a few of them over the years, you know, um, and done pretty good, pretty well with them. Um, over in Fernandina, I think they had a GBA one time. Um, that we did and in, in, in actually placed i think in top 10 in all all the categories did, did did fernandina get invaded by georgia i know right you know it's pretty close that's really what that's really what south georgia yeah i was gonna say <laughs> is it
0: now the isle of nine flags because we've got to put the georgia flag up there too so today close today is going to be a uh a, a, a teachable moment for me right. from you yeah. as the tenderloin pro now i got a lot of ideas and ideas kind of what sparked me into into doing
1: this you're thinking about like obviously smoking on your uh on the pellet
0: grill yeah um because you know i'm i'm now since i got the pellet grill i am a bigger believer in low and slow is the way to go oh yeah because it's you know i've told some friends of mine even though they've they've defied me i said it's really hard to screw stuff up stuff up right if you cook it low and slow
1: well plus with that particular you know with that pellet smoker you got the um it's very consistent so it really has been know, yeah it's very consistent and you know it it does a good job man it really does it, look i
0: had a friend of mine and she she consulted me for how to cook her brisket over the weekend and i told her i said you know if you're going to smoke it to maybe 250 at right. the top right at the top end i like to do mine at 225 yeah and i said you know don't listen to anybody tell you cook it this long for this many pounds I said you need to have a thermometer. You need to have a real good, accurate one. Yeah. You need to hopefully have some probes that are set up yeah. with whatever you're smoking in. True. To kind of monitor what, on what it. what is she it, ha-
1: what is she smoking on?
0: I wish I could tell you. Okay. She wasn't sure. Yeah. And no. It, no it's a it's a Electri- it's basically an electric. Oh, and yeah. But I've I've i had great built. stuff.
1: Probably a master built. I had
0: great stuff off of that. Oh yeah. Whatever it was, she did two uh she did two twenty five. Okay. But I think she was she was she wasn't waiting for it to get to where it needed to be. She didn't wrap it until it was at 180,
1: right.
0: which I think is a little late. But you can she still so should good, be able to yeah, sur- survive. Good good and it just came out tough as shoe leather. Oh man! And uh, I told her I said, did you cook it fat side up or fat side down? Well, she cooked it fat side up. Right. And I said, you know, and she was spritzing with apple juice, huh? You know, doing everything you all the things right. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with cooking fat side up. It's just you won't get as pretty a bark or a smoke ring on it.
1: Right. It's hard to, you know, with, with that. It's hard, especially if you were just conversing over the texting or whatever you're yeah. doing. It's it's kind of hard because there, are, and you know, this goes back to some of our episodes we've already done. It's just a lot of variables involved. Um, you know how accurate was our thermometer? Exactly. And, you know, wrapping it at one eighty is not that, not that crucial. Truthfully, um, it should still turn out a good product. But what did she let it get to? You know what I mean? Was it 190s? I, I think
0: she let it. I told her, I said, you know, pull it when was, it gets to 200. Okay. You know, and then let it rest. Right. And, and see how you do. Maybe it was just not a great cut of meat.
1: That very well could be. Yeah. You, know, you know, so. so yeah. All right, we,
0: we digressed. We've already gone off the rails. We aren't even 10 minutes into this thing. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to tenderloin. Um, yeah. And. Let's let's go ahead. We've we've taken it out of the package. One right. side is going to be a lean side, and there's going to be a little bit of there's going to be a fat cap. A
1: little bit, yeah. On the
0: back side, yeah, of yeah.
1: It. It depends on how it was trimmed too. Now you actually got the actual tenderloin, Because yeah. they make a loin too. It's kind of bigger, but the oh, tenderloins are small. No, the
0: loin, it's the loin then. It's, yeah. it's a big one. I mean, it's. Yeah, kind of like, yeah. It's going to have to maybe go horseshoe shape in the paint. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, those are, those are the ones normally we, that you do um, when we compete, we actually use now. We also inject them too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, uh, I've actually called um, uh, Stump. You know uh, Walter McDowell.
0: Mm-hmm. He, he knows yeah. his way around. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh,
1: years ago, actually, him and Robbie Royal. I actually called both of them when I was doing a had to do a GBA because who do you go? You go to the yeah. best. Yeah. So um, I was fortunate enough, blessed enough. You know, that my friends as well. But um, they both gave me some advice, and I took it. End up, that's when I did end up doing pretty well with it. With that, you know, with that, that's something you don't have to do. Obviously, you're cooking at home. You don't have to go to all that extreme um but you know you don't it's not hard to do you can get you an injection right mix you up you can actually google and look at stuff um, a lot of them use like peach and you know a peach flavored uh juice or uh stuff like that but um you know my or the old go-to just use the uh, creole butter i mean truthfully yeah it, it, you know a lot of it will cook out but it'll still keep it moist you know and that's
0: the that's the mission because it, it, the bit one of the the big difference between the uh the loin and butt there right. isn't marbling in the loin i mean right. it's it's no super lean
1: right yeah it is um so you have to be careful there not to overcook you right overshoot which usually and i believe um if i remember the temperatures that i used to go to is around 130 ish um, right um you know 130 ish um and uh, it'll it kind of creep up. But, you know, there again, that's kind of a, um, a piece of meat because it is so lean. There's not much fat to it at all in that. Yeah. Because you normally end up slicing it. But I right. do that and do a good dry rub on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do whatever you decide to inject it, that's fine. I've always cooked it like in a small pan. Right. Um, or even in a piece of foil. Um, but you can go right on the grate as well. There again, it's one of them things. I think it's just a matter of preference, really.
0: A lot of the videos that I looked at, they were just laying it right on the grate. Yep, and they would turn it. Uh, not only flip it, flip uh, exactly. from fat side to lean side, or whichever opposite of what you start at, but yeah. also turn it around to the other way on the grate, exactly. just so you get equal. Because one end's going to always be hotter. Yes, yeah,
1: that heat distribution. Exactly. You know. And the way it flows off of each smoker, and there again, that's getting to know your cooker as well, right? And your smoker, so yeah.
0: So I, I, one of the uh, one of the videos that I saw and it kind of intrigued me, and I don't uh, you, you mentioned uh, peach. Yeah. As far as uh, one of the guys actually injected it with a peach and pineapple mix. Ooh, yep. Yeah. And then put a spicy dry rub. Oh, man. A little Probably a little hotter than I would go. Right. Because... Uh, uh, our friend John Henry not only makes the best pecan rub, I think, yep. in the country, yep. he also makes a spicy pecan rub <laughs> that will light you up.
1: And I you think need- you got a bottle, of Yes,
0: he? I did. They, they, they sent it to me by mistake. Well, they didn't send it by mistake. I wanted some so bad. Yeah, it's it's like, to- oh, give me, give me, give me, give me. Right, right. I, went, uh, I actually went to a retailer, uh, our friends at uh, AA Bottle of Gas, yeah. up on uh, North Main Street here in Jacksonville. Uh, they've got a really good selection. Oh yeah. Of uh of John Henry's rubs and stuff. And I I needed it and I put it on it I was I was very generous with it because I'm not shy about it, but whoo, brother. Yeah. yeah. It i know, lit that pork butt up. Right. But,
1: <laughs> you know, another one that's local to us, uh is Todd. You know, Todd Knowles over there. He's, I think it's Premier Gas and Grills. Okay. He's right there off seventeen, um as you're going into Green Cove.
0: Right north of Green Cove. If you're going yeah, south, it's, from, on yeah, it's on the left.
1: Yes, on the south, kinda. Of, diagonal from that winn dixie okay over there yeah past uh was it zach's mower or something yeah zach's outdoor equipment it's right past that right there i believe okay so yeah um i need to go by and visit yep so he's got a good selection as well and a lot closer too so
0: and really the injector kit when we did our list of the uh top 10 you know the things that you need to get going they're really not expensive. No, no. And if you're cooking in the backyard, mm-hmm. you don't need a fancy triple needle gun and all no. that nonsense. You get one. Yeah, you fit, you know, and you and you use it for each cook, and it cleans up fairly easy. Actually, I mean, you, yeah, you need to have to keep it clean.
1: Right. Actually, if you go in uh, Walmart or wherever, when Dixie or somewhere, and buy the Creole butter, it actually has one attached to it. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, and there again, it's something you just can, you can keep clean. Um, you know, wash it after each use, obviously, and uh, you can reuse it. And then if you don't want to, they're very inexpensive, like you yeah. said. Yeah five or six bucks for the jar or whatever and it comes with another one so and
0: and it's nice when you're making something like this that is so lean you can't count on fat rendering through it really right right because again you you trim trim the back half a little bit yeah but even as as tight as the as the meat is
1: it's really a matter that's right it's really a matter of steve of watching your temperature on this one Mm -hmm. um when i get it to a certain temperature too i wrap it yeah i wrap it up and let it come up a little bit I always like my, I always overshoot the temp a little bit. Yeah. Um, It's just me personally. Where would you wrap? Um, What what do you mean as far as temperature? Yeah. Well, you can, because you're only going to let it get into 130s, maybe 140s, Mm -hmm. um, you can easily wrap. Well, if you get a good bark on it, you know they're getting low and slow. Watch the um, watch your temperature, internal temperature. Maybe wrap it into one twenties, then you can bring it up. Okay. So because there but, were
0: there were a few guys that were were making suggestions as far as beginners go, and one of them said that when you start off to get real real good smoke into it, is they basically said whatever your your smoker in in this case my pellet smoker starts off 150 right it'll heat to 150 he said leave it in there keep it low keep, keep it low at yeah. 150 for about 45 minutes and it'll get all kinds of smoke to it
1: Absorb, yeah.
0: and then bring it up uh i think he brought it up a little high he went to 275 but maybe he wanted to cook it faster yeah, yeah. but at the same time i would go back to my regular 225 right and you know let it take its time from there and build that bar as you go back in and you keep uh spritzing it too i
1: think it just comes down like there again you know what we've talked about in the past is um you know a little trial and error yeah don't be afraid i may cut
0: this rascal in half rather than you know just hopefully be able to control it a little bit better sure and learn
1: on that one It's him being your first one and then you got a second one that you can tweak on yeah
0: so. or i just cook them both and whether i screw them up or whether they come out great i got a lot of pork eat. still
1: gonna eat them <laughs> yeah
0: so i'm gonna throw them out go, oh this is terrible you know <laughs> toss it over to the dog and say bubby you're in right <laughs> he goes i like that you're not that good at it <laughs> so uh and again this again the 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 pork loin is going to be something that you're gonna it's going to be a slice yeah you know and it's you know i have always i'm a big believer in the thinner the better Yep. You know, but then again, if you make a real good bark on it, you want to have that flavor token yeah. along with it all the cut time, up, too. cut them
1: too thin. You can cut them up like pencil width, like quarter inch, mm-hmm. depending on how tender it is, too. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's what kind of what they look for when you build with the GBA and stuff. Uh, if you build a box, you know, um, get those nice, consistent slices if it's tender, where you can take it and almost pull it apart. Um, it's still moist and juicy. Now, so, one,
0: one thing is, that confuses uh, a lot of beginners and some people even further down the road is the difference between a pork loin and the money muscle that comes out of a pork butt. Right. Um, well, what's the big difference? Well, the
1: pork loin, basically, a loins is going to be just like on any animal. It comes from the back. Mm-hmm. You know, usually underneath, like if, like venison, for example, you got, you got your back strap on mm-hmm. the top. And underneath... Right there in that general area, you got those loin, that tenderloin strips, mm. which is why they call tenderloin, real tender. But on a money muscle, it actually comes off the the butt, the Boston yep. butt, which is really your your shoulder. You know, okay. you don't let that confuse you. The the shoulder, because the, the rear is going to be a ham. Mm-hmm. Then your shoulder, which would be a whole. Um, uh, you got like a picnic, which would be the bottom mm-hmm. from like the I don't know from the foot up to the. The, the um, joint. The joint. And yeah. then from there up, it's going to be the, the actual Boston butt.
0: Oh, okay. But that
1: money muscle that you're referring to from the Boston butt, yeah. Yeah. When you do like a pork butt or something, it is different there. And it's yeah. a whole different world yes, as sir. far as getting yes. it right.
0: and Yes. yeah. You know, because I know there are a lot of judges okay. that want to see that money muscle in a oh, yeah. slice. They don't yeah. want to see it pulled. Yeah,
1: two different things. Exactly right. Yep, exactly. Uh, there again, the GBA does the port loin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, you know the uh fba's big on the pork butt and ribs chicken brisket so yeah
0: okay because i mean that was one. like mm-hmm. i said I, I i have this habit of shopping and i'll cook what is the most practically sure priced especially for especially right
1: now <laughs> let me tell you something
0: right now that i've noticed and i don't know whether it's uh mm-hmm. uh what what do they call it reticular activism <laughs> that, that once, once you expose yourself to it you see them everywhere it's like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll confess. One of the things I wanted to get after, uh, after my uh, crash a couple of years ago, right. I, wanted, I wanted another Subaru, but I wanted it in that autumn green color. And I thought it was the neatest thing on earth. Well, guess what? Once I got it, every son of a gun in town was driving one.
1: Yep.
0: Okay? So, yesterday when I was at, uh, at Costco... I'd I'd never noticed it before. I don't know whether it was there before. I don't know whether it's particular activism or I don't know whether (laughs) people are jumping on the bandwagon. They had some rather handsome, rather large pork bellies. And ever since you brought out the pork belly, the smoke, the burnt ends, smoked pork belly, I was thinking to myself, well, have they been here all along? It's just, and it's, are you single-handedly responsible for the uh, the surge in popularity of, uh, of pork bellies and cubing them up and giving them a smoke? Right. Give them a little bath in the smoker, and you know. You never know. Because when we were at the uh, when we were at the Florida Theater um, fundraiser last week, yeah, the uh, blues, brews, booze, nope. yeah, barbecue, bourbon and yeah, the barbecue, yeah, yeah. But we didn't know what the B's stood for by the time the night was over. <laughs> <laughs> when people got a hold of that, uh, that the the uh, the um, pork belly, the pork belly, pfft, I oh, think yeah. you changed their lives.
1: Yeah, because
0: yeah. It, it was just the point where they I've never had this before, and the people that had, not a ton of them, but there were, right. they did have exposure to it. Right, they were just through the yeah. moon. Yeah, they were to the moon over
1: it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of. Um, I've even got those folks that because it can be. Um, you know fatty very so much so it's, it's one of the few proteins that you can cube up very small mm-hmm. almost like the brisket the point yeah where because of the fat content that you can slow smoke cook for a long period of time without it just being a piece of shoe leather yeah so it's, it's, it's one of the few that you can do that with but um a lot of folks that've never had it i just you know basically i tell them it's kind of just You like bacon? Yeah. Well, this is just literally thick-cut bacon. Yeah. You know, but it's slow smoke, and it's about like a piece of candy, basically.
0: Yeah. You are not lying about that. Right.
1: So the ones that never had it, you know, for the most part, love it once they have it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: So, okay. Uh, We've got got a little bit more time on this podcast. So let's talk about that. Uh, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how to make those pork belly uh burnt ends yeah and because i mean you it's it's one it's a pretty intimidating piece of meat right they're good size yeah and of course like you said there's going to be a leaner side that they're going to show you but you need to flip it over and see know what you're getting into right for the 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 fat side of it
1: yeah usually um the it's probably going to come two ways if you get it out of the like costco or one of the the meat the uh maybe a meat market or something um, mm-hmm. somewhere, you're probably going to find it's going to come like a slab almost, I'm, yeah. I think, in a package. Right. It's probably Cryovac. So it's going to be in a square-looking package. Mm-hmm. Um, and you basically going to cut it yourself and cube it up. Um, now, I have seen, um, I don't know, I wouldn't do it this way, but somebody will score it and try to just smoke the whole thing, maybe, and cut it up afterwards. I think I saw someone do that. I wasn't sure from the picture. Yeah. Um, you may know who I'm referring to, but I, I don't. I'm not sure, so I'm not going to say anything. But um, with mine, with my food distributor, they already come packaged up and cubed up for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So they come in a pack already cubed up, which is kind of nice. Nice, very yeah, nice. That very saves, nice. That
0: saves a lot of work. It does it,
1: a lot of time and and, and and a little bit of work. So, but you know, with mine, I actually. We'll open them up and cook them. I've always I cook them in a pan. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously can cook them on a grate, but they turn out just as good in the pan, in my opinion. Right. And there's less that you have to deal with as far as if uh, you know, keeping it. I don't to say a mess, but unless <laughs> you have to clean up, you know. So it's easier to work with, in my opinion. so right. With mine, I'll just take them out, man, and and get the smoker going there again around 250. That's what mm-hmm. I like. Um, um, here, if I cook them here at the restaurant, which is where I cook most of them anyway. Um, well, I do it the same on my lane, to be honest, just like the lane in, right here on the patio. Yeah, I've cooked some back there, and, and and I actually probably like them better on the lane. Yeah, than, than my than my uh, big commercial smoker, which does a great job. But um, I just I just like that uh, stick burner, you know. So
0: yeah, but, um, but you're I'm, old school, dude.
1: Yeah, and At hard I am. Um, I, I like to. I'm I'm kind of waiting for the weather to get a, a tad cooler so we can fire her up in the back.
0: Yeah, create um, a smoke hazard yeah. out here on Blaine yes, Boulevard. Exactly. People wrecking into each other. (laughs) What's he he cooking? I know, right? It's pork belly day. There's
1: smoke coming up from back there. Something's on fire. (laughs) But um, So, yeah, I normally put them in the pan, and once I do that, there again, I'll take a little kosher salt, a little pepper. Um, There again, I'll use my pecan rub as well and coat them. That'd be kind of the last thing I put on there. But, you know, I've also used the uh, the, um, blues hog beef, and I think it's – Bold and beefy, maybe. It's one of it's one of those beef and bold or bold and beefy, whatever. But um, even though it is pork, it's still you got the garlic and all that good seasonings in there. Yeah, it it, it ain't gonna matter what's pork or beef. Trust me. But um, that's one that's a good one to put on there. But really and truly, Steve, you can put on there really any season that you like on them. To be honest,
0: because. Uh, well, okay, let's finish talking about pork belly because I'll go down another uh, right. another rabbit right. hole. Right, real quick,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, real quick, two fifty, so, yeah, two fifty salt, so and pepper. 250 salt and pepper and other rubs that you want to put on there. I put them right in a smoker. <clears throat> Once they get to the smoke, um, and probably within the within about an hour, mm. roughly, um, I'll double check them. You'll start to see them bark up. You get some good color and bark to them. Okay. But by this point, they they should be in the one eighties and one nineties. Oh, At okay. this point, yeah. So I'll actually pull them back out, and this is when I put the, I'll put uh, if you got agave or honey, mm. turbinado sugar, more dry rub. Are you flirting um, with me? <laughs> butter, <laughs> butter. Uh-huh. I know, right? Yeah, got to butter you up, butter. <laughs> and I put all that in, mix it in together, and then I'll put a. Then I'll put whatever glaze you want on them. In this case, I'll use like a raspberry chipotle.
0: Yeah. Um, or that just went a, over great. Yes. I mean, yes. It's
1: good on chicken wings and it's really good on the pork belly as well. Something different. You know, it's not too spicy, but sweet. and got a little bit of back heat, but not much. So, so
0: you and you would recommend just like a single layer on the bottom of the pan. Not, you know, as best you yeah, can to not much, double them you're up. You're
1: exactly right. Because if they get too thick, Steve, are they going to cook? Yeah. But they're not going to bark up and get that color that you want if you can just single layer them. Yeah. Right. So that's why a lot of people will use a grate, put them right on the grate, because then you got the smoke and heat around the whole piece. Yeah. Where in the pan, um, truthfully, you're not going to get it on the very bottom, but they're still going to be, be delicious either yeah. way, honestly. Yeah. So, and
0: a lot cleaner, too.
1: Yes, a lot cleaner. So once I do that, um, I put them back on the smoker. Mm-hmm. Then I'll let that glaze get going, set up. Some people say they'll cover them um, and then pull them back off and kind of set them back on there. But there's, there's different ways to do it. Yeah. I normally would just not really cover them. I put them back on, so let the heat smoke get to them. Right. Get that glaze on there. And then they get close to 200 degrees um, hot, pull them out. They're good to go. You can plate them. Once I plate them, I'll um, put them in a pan, like, you know, like we normally do in the boat or something, a um, paper boat. Um, and then I'll take that raspberry chipotle or whatever sauce you like. Give it a little, get a little extra glaze on it, and serve them up.
0: Yeah, boy, they are good.
1: Yeah, they see, really. See now, are
0: good. now we're getting into a scary place because now I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I can try this one day. You know. Oh. And we always talk about, you know, don't be afraid, go out and oh, try it, and see what happens. Yeah. Matter of fact,
1: when I get the next, uh, I'll get another case soon. Mm-hmm. I'll get you. I'll give you the. There's like four, two pound packs, maybe. I can't remember what they are, but. I'll give you a, one of the packs.
0: It's funny because I, I, I normally I don't have a large uh, a large clientele to cook for, right? But boy, when I do, yeah. they come come out of the woodwork, right? I swear they're living under my refrigerator, <laughs> and they're just waiting. For, they're just waiting for that to hear they're, that they're, plastic they're, pack open.
1: They're it, up in the cabinets. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all kind of, they're living under the house,
0: they're like little trolls have, that come around. You have around. to call
1: Chris out there to spray. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Say, dude, I, I got no bugs, but I got, some, uh, I got some neighbors and I got some family. So, so what I was going to tell you about, and you were talking yeah. about putting whatever kind of uh, dry seasoning that you want on it. Yes. When I was strolling up and down the, uh, the aisles at Costco, I found, uh, I guess it's, it's maybe, uh, maybe 12 ounces of everything bagel seasoning. So wow. it's got salt, pepper, yes. garlic, yes. sesame seeds, poppy seeds, yep. and a bunch of other stuff in it. Yep. And I thought to myself, so let's just go ahead and the first layer on the on the te- on the pork loin, yep. just do it in the spicy. Uh, the spicy pecan rub yep, and then sprinkle this over the top to get the real nice it'll give it a real nice crunch right and i think it'll stick well and let's just say i'll let you know yeah that'd be awesome (laughs) because it's just again it's part of the experimentation
1: uh probably tomorrow okay you know tomorrow wednesday Wednesday. in that area
0: (laughs) you know what first thing i'll do first i'll run my happy behind down here well it is oysters right and say is it
1: Oyster day, God,
0: I'm a pig.
1: See, See? I'm oysters. One of, one of our friend,
0: uh, one of our, our, our neighborhood friend businesses up the street on uh, Kingsley Avenue in Orange Park is OP Fish House. Yeah, and they do 60 cent oysters, yes, raw or steamed every Wednesday. Yeah. And let me tell you something if you happen to just take a, a Wednesday afternoon off work, right, you can sit there and drink beer and eat oysters. Yeah. All day long. And I love their
1: crab soup.
0: They've got crab soup. They've also got really good fish dip.
1: Yeah. That they they obviously
0: make fresh there.
1: They do. That's been one of my years go-to's here uh, in the past month or month and a half, ain't it?
0: And if you happen to get some of their uh, house-made hush puppies, shut the front door. Boy, we went way off the path today. All over the map is what it's about, and it's all about putting Florida barbecue on that map. So uh, check out G's Slow Smoke Barbecue, the Facebook page. Find out what's going on here. See some fun videos. There's a great video up there from last weekend when you were stirring up some low country boil. Oh, yeah. And boy, did people come out the wood. (laughs) Are are y'all got boils? No, (laughs) this is for a private party, but But we will soon stay tuned as the weather gets better and better. Check us out, G's uh, G's BBQ and A, on uh, any place where finer podcasts are served up. Spotify's our favorite. And make sure you visit the Facebook page. If you have any questions you want to share with the audience, we will definitely reply to them here on the podcast. Go to G Slow Smoke Barbecue on Facebook and check out our other episodes. We'll catch you all later. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Talking loins. Pork loins. Pork loins. <laughs> stop that. Stop it.